Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Pop Edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? I'm fine, sweetie. How are you? Everything is going great with me today in this beautiful, beautiful 82 degree weather. Oh, fabulous. Everything's going well, how wonderful. How do you know it's still 82? It could be 85. Well, it, it is 80 something and it is lovely. How about you, sweetie? Uh, I'm doing well. Um, I am, you know, trying to be productive and just, you know, enjoying life. It is a beautiful day. Very, very, very beautiful. And I'm happy to see those type of days because we normally don't get days like this. It's normally like really, really hot. We don't really get days where it's just like beautiful in the 80s. It goes to 90s and 100s. Or yeah, school, so. yeah. So let's just enjoy it. Yeah. All right, sweetie, what's going on? Uh, I mean, there's just a lot of things going on. We got to talk about the SAG Awards. And Ma, I don't know if you heard, but did you hear some foolishness? I didn't really like do much research, research on it. So I'm just throwing it out there that uh, Vladimir Putin gave an award to uh, Steven Seagal honoring him as a U.S. actor. Did you see that? No, I did not. I missed that huge news. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's try to toast to something good. Let's toast to the good times and happiness. Okay. All right. Oh, well, oh, I didn't even tell everybody what it was, right? Okay. Oh, boy. So, Uncle Nearest Whiskey, and we know it's black-owned, of course. Okay. So, are you ready? Okay. Let's raise our glasses to long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness, and more beautiful weather. Salud. Salud. Woo! Okay. Oh, excellent, excellent. Ah, ma, I mean, delicious. Okay, so let's let's get started on the SAG Awards. So the SAG Awards streamed live on YouTube on their Netflix channel this past Sunday. And that was the first time it's breaking this contract with TNT and TBS. So Ma, I'm going to go through the awards very briefly. Motion picture cast went to everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay, not one of my favorites, but I know many people did enjoy it. Okay. <clears throat> Male actor went to Brandon Fraser. For I the loved it. Loved it. I was happy about that one. I was very happy I voted for him. Uh, female actor lead went to Michelle Yeoh. I, I was okay with that one. She wasn't my first choice, but I did appreciate the fact that she was Asian and it was groundbreaking. I did like that about it. Me too. And it didn't go to Kate Blanchett. So oh, please. There is that. Oh, yeah. That's that's wonderful news as well. <laughs> uh, male supporting. And this was the first um, Asian man to win in the category. Ki Hong Kwong for everything, everywhere, all at once. And I did vote for him. I felt that he was very well deserving of, of this honor. He did a really good job. Okay. Uh, female actor supporting. I wasn't happy with this one. It was Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I wasn't feeling that either, and I think it was very appropriate in her speech when she said, "Oh, I get it, Nepo baby." Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. It. Uh, I preferred Hong Cho from The Whale. Yeah, um, oh, and she was excellent. 
Or Angela Bassett. And right. Yeah, and and, and, and my actually the woman in Banshees, what's her name? Carrie Condon. She was She good. was good. Yeah, the sister. Yeah. yeah. Colin Farrell's sister in that movie, yeah, was very good. No, so, I didn't I didn't get the thing about Jamie Lee Curtis getting it. I really did I did not really feel that one at all. No. Okay. She looked nice. That well, was, for her, she looked fabulous. Okay. <laughs> Best stunt ensemble went to Top Gun Maverick, and, you know, good for them. Oh, I, yeah. I agree with oh, that. Oh, yeah. That was excellent, excellent visually, especially. Yeah. Drama series ensemble, I really had an issue with mine. Remember, this went to the White Lotus. I was not happy about that. Not for season two. No. Mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling that one either. Okay. Comedy series ensemble went for Abbott Elementary, and I did vote for them, and I'm happy that they won. Right, and because they are hysterical. Was not happy about Quinta's speech. Uh, I I like Quinta. I think she's very talented, and I really enjoy the show. Um, But I think as far as an actor... Her ensemble, they're the ones that stand there out. There you go. And they should have took center uh, stage, uh, right. not Quinta, her. Quinta, you should not have ran up there and, and grabbed, you know, the award and started with your speech. You should have left that to a member of the cast. I really, you know, mm-mm, yeah. bad move. That was not a good look for you, Quinta. Okay, keep uh, it moving. All right. You uh, get that one, Quinta, but I'm going to keep an eye on you because, you know, see, I seem like you're starting to smell yourself. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be keeping an eye on you, Quinta. Okay. So next went to uh, male actor in a TV movie or limited series, and that was Sam Elliott for 1883. Now, my, I didn't see that one. That's the only I one that I either. didn't see. I did not see that one either because it just didn't seem too appealing from the name of it, from the title. All right. I really wasn't feeling nothing in 18 anything. So, but but you know what? But I do like uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah. I do like him. From one role in particular, I've seen him in you know various things, but one role in particular, I think he was he was a villain. He was a murderous doctor named Doctor John Hill, based on a real story that took place here in Texas. And uh, and Farrah Fawcett was one of his wives, and I believe he met his wife Catherine Ross on the set. She played like his second wife, but anyhow, really good. And Andy Griffith was the uh, had a big role. He was the father of Farrah Fawcett, and they were very rich. And oh, it's just really good. Called cool, murder in Texas, anyhow. Okay. So ever since then, I've been, I was a fan of Sam Elliott. So, okay. So well, I don't. Know. Yeah. Hopefully, our audience will check that out because I have not seen that. Called cool. murder in Texas. It's an old. That was a kid when it was out. It was like in the eighties. So oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you were. I yeah. know. Okay. Okay. So Evan Peters, I thought would have won for playing Dahmer. That was my my pick. And um, he was good. He was excellent in that role as well. Yeah. He was. Very good. So uh, yeah. that was being yeah, paid. But Sam Elliott, like we said, is a really good actor. And he's a 70-something-year-old oh, yeah. man. So. And he still looks good. He still yeah, he does. He looks nice. Okay, female actor in a television movie or limited series went to your girl Jessica Chastain for George and Tammy. And I'm a fan of Jessica Chastain. I think she's an excellent actress. I voted for Amanda Seyfried for The Dropout. But I remember you didn't particularly care. No. For, no. But, my, you don't think she did a good acting job? No, better than uh, Jessica Chastain did. But Jessica seems to win a lot lately. Well, so be it. Okay. And then Jessica Chastain played a kind of likable, very flawed character 
in a different kind of way. So she was so more, wait, so Ma, so you don't like if you don't like their role? Not necessarily. Okay. Not necessarily. Okay. I just was fine with Jessica winning it. I didn't have a problem. Okay. So not not compared to the competition. You know, her against the other people running in the same category. I she was fine. Okay. Yeah. Male actor in a drama series went to Jason Bateman for Ozark. And I wasn't happy with this, although I really enjoyed Ozark. I thought Ozark was really good. Yeah. I wanted Bob Odenkirk to win for Better Call Saul. I'm, I'm kind of with you with that one. You know, I, I kind of felt like Bob Odenkirk's character was so different Mm -hmm. and he just drew you in you know and it's not like he's just all so cute or so this or so that the character was just so good Mm -hmm. and the writing was so good so I'm I'm kind of in agreement with you although I'm a fan of Jason Bateman yes but I really kind of thought I I was really kind of busy with Bob Odenkirk but I can also look at Jason Bateman and see Jason Bateman in Ozark yeah. You know, like I can't yeah. necessarily tell the difference between him as a person and his character. It seemed to kind of like it mesh. seemed it seemed like right. an easy role for him. Right. It seemed like that's who he is. Right. And yeah. uh, Bob Odenkirk, you know, I know that's not he's no. not solved. It, it was. Yeah. So it was a real stretch for him. Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe next season, Mom, because the way they split up the seasons, they're going to be eligible for nominations again for 2024. Oh, good. So we'll see because they need a send off. And, and also Bob Odenkirk had a the heart attack somewhere in there or something. He did the last yeah, season. Yeah. yeah. So, oh boy. But he's back acting. He'll yeah. be on something in a oh, couple sure. weeks. Oh, yeah. Okay. So my um, female actor in a drama series, I was not happy with this at all. Um, And a lot of people were surprised that she won uh, Jennifer Coolidge for The White Lotus Season 2. Everyone thought that Zendaya was going to get this one for For Euphoria. Euphoria. And I felt that Zendaya should have won Mm -hmm. um, a much more meaty, more difficult role. Yeah. And Jennifer Coolidge had won before for the same character so yeah yeah, yeah I, i'm with you 100 percent. let's see what they do with the oscars I, I didn't feel that one either well they're not that's not in the oscars with this oh okay yeah okay so, so listen so here's the other thing zendaya won an emmy for this yeah so so but here's the other thing too and you know jennifer cool she she was okay she had a couple of little original things to say but i'm like you i'm you know tired of the bit yeah you know you know you've done it several times now so uh, that's enough. And enough. I like her, but yeah, come on yeah, now. Yeah. Okay, male actor in a comedy series went to Jeremy Allen White, who um, is in The Bear. Now, my only issue with that was I voted for him. I thought he was excellent in The Bear. Was he funny? Yeah, I didn't. You didn't. I didn't really feel his speech. I didn't like what I was getting from him when uh, when he had to make his speech. Yeah, I didn't. His I didn't like his speech. And wait, ma. Is he funny in the bear? He's the least funny character. He, he's not funny at all. He's very intense. Right. So he's, I, he's I don't, not funny at all. I, I don't, and I don't really look at the bear as, so a, much comedy. as a comedy. No, me neither. Yeah. Me, neither do I. And I don't think the viewing audience, you know, at large, really thinks that it's a, a comedy. But I enjoy it, and, uh, yeah, and I like it's that good. it's diverse. Yeah. It, I, it, I like it's that. It's very diverse, it, and also the the writing is really good. Yeah. It's a good. That's a good ensemble cast. Yes. Yeah. So, fe- female actor in a comedy series went to your girl, Jean Smart, for Hacks, and I felt that was well deserved. Uh, and she is a woman in her seventies. Um, I hope everything was okay. I she hope, didn't yeah. wasn't 
at yeah. the award show. Yeah, I hope Jean is all right as well. She mm-hmm. had a nice speech she had written out, and she had her co-star. I forget his name. I don't remember his but name. But he's uh, her co-star, and he's he too has been out here for a long time. Oh, yeah. And he's good, and uh, he plays her kind of off again, on again, off again, romantic interest sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. He's yeah. really good in there, and, um, and she had a lovely speech, so I hope she's okay, and, you know, good. Good. good I, look for Eugene. Yeah, good. good for her. Don't know why my Rachel uh, Ronishan is in that category. Miss, Mrs. Maisel. I don't even know why that's even up there anymore. Like, Mrs. Maisel was good the first season. After that, I just started not feeling it as much for many different I really thought Mrs. Maisel, Maisel, whichever it is, had a, just a very poor attitude when uh, when she was working with him and she didn't seem to understand that she was causing him harm. Causing or, who or, harm? Or causing uh, the black guy she was working with, the oh, singer. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy something or whatever. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she, you know, behaved as if she didn't understand that she was not supposed to expose him, although he asked her and he tried to keep it, you know, quiet and everything. And she got up there and her whole bit that she did in front of a totally black audience, like the Apollo type situation, you know, and she was totally making gay jokes about him. And and I think it was appropriate that he dropped her, you know, from mm-hmm. his roster. Yeah. And and that was good for her. And, you know, to me, she was just spoiled and entitled and, you know, eh, I think I, I, she, she was a turn off. I quit watching it. Yeah, I think after, like, the first season, it changed from, like, you felt you were rooting for her in the beginning because you're like, oh, well, this is a, you know, back in the 60s and, you know, how women are, you know, treated. But then, you know, after time passed, it's just like she really is a spoiled, entitled woman who right. didn't seem to spend much time with her children. Right. And, um, you know, no matter whatever, she always has somebody to fall back on rich parents. Right. Yeah, she never really struggled. No. at all. So and um no and and then she was ungrateful. Yeah. She had a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. So she just was a turn off to me, so I quit watching it. And uh, you know, I I said to myself, I don't I hope they're not trying to act like this was Joan Rivers because Joan Rivers had some serious struggles mm-hmm. in her life. She had some real struggles. Right. Right. You know. So anyway, um finally was stunt ensemble, which was Stranger Things and okay, we'll go with that. That that's fine. Yeah, you can't really say too much against Stranger Things, right. you know. Well, my for me overall, I think, you know, Asian actors getting their respects and um obviously representation, older actors over 60 because Thank people you. complain about Oh, I can't get a job. I'm 40, blah, blah, blah. These people are over 60 right. and some over 70. Right, that you is know, exactly receiving correct. Awards and, yeah. and as leads yes. in big media yes. parts. Yes. Yeah, so Car- carrying so, totally the, you know, the yeah. project. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh, uh, Jennifer Coolidge, even though Jamie Lee Curtis had a supporting role, she had a media role, and they were uh, paying um, respect to Sally Fields, who was getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. And she's award. in her 70s. And she's in right. her 70s. And, Absolutely. And we know that, uh, was it Sam Neill? Uh, not Sam Neill. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Sorry, mm-hmm. Sam Neill's a different actor. Yeah. Sam Elliott is in his late seventies, and Absolutely. he was a lead actor. So yeah. just kind of, I love that. I love yeah. seeing that. So yeah. I don't want to hear so people the, yeah. complaining the, about, about ageism. ageism. Right. That's right. And James Hong, ninety-four. Oh my oh. goodness, unreal. He was and hilarious. he was funny. He was yep. witty. 
he was, you know, in his right mind. Yes. And it just, just, and looked good. And I couldn't believe he didn't even have any gray hair. <laughs> well, yeah, I wonder how that happened. Right. That's you know, other people in their 30s are worried get, about gray hair. gray hair, right. Some in, in their 20s, but this man is 94 and he has in, jet black hair. Yeah, that was interesting. Incredible. All right, So Bob. funny. So what the, were you, the vanity of actors, right? I know. It's so funny. Um, any any final thoughts about the SAG Awards? Uh, you know, overall, everybody looked good, you know. Uh, you know, everybody seemed to be in good spirits. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was kind of a feel-good time. And I want to say a uh, shout-out to uh, Asian Americans. Oh, you for know? sure. And, uh, and, and seniors and senior Americans mm -hmm. and se senior artists. So, you know... Um, those two things are good, and uh, and I think those two things dominated the night. Dominated the night for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So we're gonna switch things over to um. You know, a couple things going on in the news. My so Will Smith snagged an NAACP Image Award for his role in the movie Emancipation. Um. All while it was announced that Chris Rock will address the Will Smith slap in a Netflix special set to drop a week before the Oscars, which means it's coming out within a few days. What are your thoughts on this? Okay, you know what? I did watch the NAACP Awards, but apparently I had taken a break to go to the ladies' room or to go get a refreshing beverage or something oh, like that. Okay. You know, because I didn't actually see that piece of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure what image it was that they were awarding him for. Well, his role in uh, Emancipation. Did, was, since it was supposed to be based on a real person, was it paying homage to that individual? And, you know, it, uh, I, I didn't either, but I mean, they could not have been rewarding his bad behavior. I, I don't think that's what they were doing. I thought it was weird that they would turn around in like the, like literally like the next year and give him an award. And I don't think that was his best acting work. Well, for both reasons. Right. So I'm so, not, I'm not really clear what the thinking was with that mm -hmm. I hope it's something that I just don't know about okay because if it is the way it appears it would seem to be inappropriate uh -huh. and he would seem to be undeserving of any kind of accolades recently yeah okay recently uh you know he almost shouldn't have received the award he got for King Richard he almost should have given that one up but okay, it's done. But he that did was the performance. He okay, and and, and okay. Yeah. But now, like you said, this one, the uh, re reportedly, mm -hmm. you know, the acting was less than stellar, and we know his personal behavior has been far from exemplary. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what the thinking was with that one, yeah. and, and and I'm just gonna say I don't know what the thinking was with that one. I'm sure there's some rhyme or reason, but I don't see that as being worthy of uh, an NAACP image award. Yeah, it was very, it was very strange for me. And what are your? And they don't usually do that kind of thing. Well, and so what I are your thoughts on Chris Rock? Um, you know, and good. finally talking good. about the slap. Good, almost a year after, and, and good, and okay. that's exactly as it should be. Okay, 
good. Well, I that's think, appropriate. I, I also think that Chris Rock timed it well. Um, I think he is a businessman. Absolutely. And the timing know, so is that proposed. Absolutely. Yes. 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 Okay. So good, our, good look for you, Chris. So I'm gonna I'm gonna you. watch it. Okay. And also, so will I. Also in the show, Ma, um, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade shared an emotion an emotional message that I actually saw. Okay, yes. at the NAACP Image Awards, as they accepted the President's Awards, they both spoke. But un- unfortunately, Twitter trolls had unkind words to say, in particular about Gabby's speech. Now, she talked about um, the discrimination against Blacks, trans people, and how we as a community um, need to do more. I'm not going to go into the speech, Ma, um, but I'm going to ask you, why is it still difficult to get the love and support within the community for the trans community, even though we have the data, even if we don't understand, that tells us you know, it's a life or death issue for many in the trans community. What do you, what do you think? Why do you think it is? Well, I mean, I, I would say that there are many reasons why, but the main reason is because I think people don't understand. And I think as African-Americans, we have so many other issues. Okay. That one just doesn't take priority unless it hits you personally. Right. Okay. And then you start to look at that. When we look at they're trying to rescind vote, rescind and restrict voting rights, mm-hmm. disproportionately impacting people of color. Right. Uh, the women's reproductive rights right. to abortion and you know birth control, etc., disproportionately impacting on people in the lowest socioeconomic strata. Uh, thirdly, banding of African American literature expressly in florida with uh, under desantis Mm -hmm. you know so we have so many other things going on when you get to trans i think there's the people who don't understand because it's a relatively new phenomenon you know relatively yeah new phenomenon and then there's so many other things so i think you have you have the combination of people who uh don't really understand and then the other people who don't care to understand Yep. And then you have the people who are just um, just give it a low priority because we have so, so it doesn't get the attention that it deserves. You know, so there, there's a, a number of reasons. Um, none of them uh, are uh, justifiable. Yeah. Like I, like, I mean, I think for you, my the number one thing I think is um, people not understanding and I think, you know, part of that, you know, ignorance, you know, leads to so many problems in the world in general. And I think what that's What do you a mean the issue. number one for you, Ma? No, no, no. For me. Number one for me. Oh. I think it's ignorance. Oh, because you say the I'm number sorry. one for you, no, no, Ma. No, no, no. You, I'm like, you listed it. You listed it number one. No, no. <laughs> yeah. You, you yeah. don't feel that way. No, no, no. no, 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 no. You're very enlightened and no. Thank you. Know, very Thank well you. Very well-versed in it. I don't, yeah. I don't mean that. Yeah. I, I just think that even if you don't understand something, I think that you should do your due diligence and trying to learn. And I think you yeah. also, also should listen to the people who feel marginalized and that's kind of where you need to move in into that direction so that's kind of where i want to go for that and i applaud um Dwayne wade and gabby because the truth of the matter is 
their their parents, their parents of a trans child. Yeah, and that's absolutely. and that's what it is. And that's and that's what you know, and that's what we all have to come to terms with. Right. Because if it's not our child, it could be the child, our grandchild, our niece, our nephew, right. our cousin, our brother, our, our mother, friend. our father, our friends, of right. course. And or either us. Right. Or, you know, so, so something. So yeah, it, it you know, uh, trans community impacts us all is mm-hmm. part of, of everyone's life so you know okay all right now so let's move on to something um a little less you know serious um drake so drake <laughs> drake mm-hmm. lost four hundred thousand dollars betting on jake paul he bet that he would beat fellow boxer tommy fury um well paul lost by decision Yes. What are you? Wasn't a knockout. It was a decision. Right. It's funny, ma. Um, because you you know that show, uh, Love Island. Yes. So Tommy Fury was on a Love Island a few seasons ago. He met a woman on there, and they're still together, and they have a baby. Oh my! So the show does work for you know real yeah. relationships. Yeah. Okay. They're still really young. Well, Love Island. We Love didn't, Island. We didn't say perfect match. No, <laughs> we didn't. We didn't see that yet. Right. Okay. okay. All right, my thoughts on rich people losing money big enough to buy for some people a house. Yeah, many people you can buy a nice house for that. Of course, yeah, it depends on where you where where you are. Well, yeah, well, well, you would go to where you can buy one for that. You buy that in California, and you might find yourself somewhere else. No, but not everybody's trying to live in California. You can get you can get a lovely house in some place, a fabulous house, depending on where it is for that. So, so what what are your thoughts on that, Ma? My thoughts on what? Who cares what Drake lost? He's got so money. I said rich people. Oh, thoughts yeah, on fine. rich people. So, so who cares? I mean, they have that money to waste to bet. They shouldn't waste money like that. They should use that money towards charity. Well, that's the charity. Whoever they whoever they have to pay off, there's the, the charity. Stop, Ma. Oh gosh! Who cares? Is that what you care about? I don't okay. care what ever happened with Drake. I mean, I don't help hope anything bad happens, but I certainly don't care if he lost four hundred thousand dollars. Okay, all right. So four hundred thousand more than he should have had in the first place for his limited talent. To me, when they lose money like that, they should donate that money towards charity. Yeah, they when, have to when pay they that lose person. when they lose money like that, then you know they have too much too much money, money. too right. much money. Right, that's, that's the issue. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. All you right. got you got people starving in the world, then you got other people playing with money. Right. Right. Okay. Good. Okay, ma. So I want you to tell me: was it out of pocket or on the money? So we have uh, Brittany Mahomes versus the Joe Rogan Experience. So um, a few comedians were on the Joe Rogan Experience, and they were talking about um, the Mahomes family. Okay. So. Um, you know what I like, though? I came around on Jackson Mahomes, said Gillis, who was uh, a guest on the uh, Joe Rogan Experience, referring to Mahomes' as youngest brother. I'm a fan. His brother that does TikToks and his annoying wife that screams, everyone hates on them, and it actually makes me happy. Patrick Mahomes has a wife that's just wild. She's up in the box and films herself. And Patrick is obviously the man. And then he's got a crazy wife and a brother up in the box doing all that shit. Then they said, that's when Joe Rogan chimed in. And he said, oh, Jesus, the problem is 
they keep that same energy when you get divorced. They come after you with that same energy. <laughs> so, so, so Brittany didn't think that was too funny. She it, said, well, I guess that. She says something about grown men talking shit about someone's wife is real weird. Actually, grown ass men hating on women in general is pathetic. So who was out of the pocket or on the money on this, Mom? Yeah, they're both on the money. <laughs> both on the money. That's right. Listen, you know what I always say? If you deal, you shuffle. Yeah. Okay, it's all part of it. Yeah. Okay, if That's you true. deal, you shuffle. Brittany Mahomes is out there running her mouth. Yappity, yappity, yep. And Joe Rogan makes his money running his mouth. Yappity, yappity, yep. So it's all good. It's so you, all so you on agree the money. With them? You think they were both it's right? All, I think they were both right. It's all on the money. And I think yeah. that was real funny what Joe Rogan said about the, when you're divorced. <laughs> and you know what? But you know what? But then, like you said, she didn't like that. You know? Yeah. Because, you know what? I bet you she stopped. I mean, she we may not know it. Mm-hmm. We may never see it. I don't know. I bet you she stopped and said, hmm. Hmm. Because the money is one thing. Okay? The mm-hmm. money is wonderful and all that. Yeah. But it's another thing when you lose that status. Oh, when yeah. When you the ex, you don't have that juice even with the money, I mean, you you know, you got you're not broke, of course, you're right. still rich, but now you're not Mrs. Patrick Mahomes, and you know, I understand high school and all that, but a lot of them high school people, they have other people now. <laughs> <laughs> I got all that. You know, I like you know, Patrick so much. I, I do don't want to say anything bad about his wife. Nah, but, nah I, you know, but she's listen, a little different. Let me tell you something. She go like the rest. She's a little okay? different. She well, she go like the rest of the wives that they divorced, and she yeah. might be worse. You know, she's yeah, she's okay. a little different. Okay, the Joe yeah. Rogan said, yeah, yeah, they have that same energy <laughs> when you divorce them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, bye. So we were talking about better. Drop pro- the mic, Joe Rogan, and you know I don't even care for you, but drop the mic, that Joe Rogan. That was kind of funny. Yeah, that was funny. All right, so my uh, Better Call Saul alum, Michael Mando, aka Nacho. Remember Nacho from Yes. From oh, I like Nacho. Oh yeah. Oh God, what did he do? So he was fired from the Apple TV Plus drama Sinking Spring after oh. allegedly getting into a physical altercation with the co-star. This is a Ridley Scott drama. The oh. filmmakers attempted to smooth things out. But then the decision was made to let Mando go from the series and recast the role. So, Ma, we don't know who the co-star was, but I will tell you that his co-star is Brian Tyree Henry, a.k.a. Paperboy. We don't know if that's who he got into the altercation with, but that is who the other lead is. Oh, wow. Oh, well, so, and I like Nacho. Does okay. this change your opinion? Of on, Nacho? Yeah, so Michael, Michael Mando. And when you hear things like this about stars getting into fights, does this change your opinion? Well, I've never had the opinion that he wouldn't fight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what makes you think a man who plays a murdering, you know, person, what makes you think I thought he couldn't fight? Well, I just thought he was a, a, a good guy forced into a bad situation well, on the show. Well, Ma. Yeah. Well, all I'm saying is this. I, I never really un- knew too much about him 
apart from his role. Okay. I didn't know about his temperament. I just liked him in the role. Okay. You know, so I didn't know. Paperboy is always getting into stuff. If I go by, you know, Atlanta, Paperboy is always getting shot at. He's running out the ball. <laughs> but we don't you know, know if it was him or not. We don't know. If no, him. no, I don't know. But I'm saying in case it was. So you had two people there knuck if you buck. That's but, what I think happened. But you also see how Brian Tyree Henry is when he's not playing paperboy. You I, saw him. I, yeah, I don't know if that's him just trying to dispel a rumor. I don't know that, you know, because they're like, oh, yeah, they expected me to come out like paperboy. So I'm going to come out like acting like a goofy nerd no, or something. I don't know. He was in the Book of Mormons. And so he's an actor. I don't know how good he is. So I don't know. To me. He was in the Book of Mormons. Is that what? He's a Mormon now? What you trying to tell they me? They were trying to get him to but, convert. But, but he really is not, okay? He's, they're both actors. You know, I don't know, the, you know, to put the two of them together. I don't know what happened. Okay. I don't know what happened. Okay. You know, yeah. All right. So, I don't know either. Listen, the one with the loudest mouth or the most vicious look, mm-hmm. that ain't the one that necessarily mess you up. Look, I could, I could threaten and be loud and boisterous and everything. You don't know whose butt I can kick until I do it. And you don't know whose butt can who can kick my butt until I do it. Okay. So you don't know what happened with that. I mean, we don't we don't know what happened. And we, we, and we don't know who he who Michael Mando. They didn't uh, they didn't announce Brian Tyree Henry. It makes me think that they would have announced Brian yeah. Tyree Henry so if we, it was we, him uh, we because he know. has a bigger name yeah. than Michael Mando. Okay. So right. Right. All I'm saying is this. I, I hope to see him in other things, and I hope he doesn't screw up his career. I hope not either, because, you know, you know he had a good foolish. look on Better Call Saul, and yeah. this is going to be a big look, and, too. Yeah, and probably. he was a real intense character, and I think he played it well, mm-hmm. and he had a, 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 a strong appeal, you know, so Sometimes I just hope Sometimes the appeal he, is a little too strong. I well, think that's you know, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know about him personally. I don't know his... You know, I don't know anything about him. His, you know, health, his mental, physical, you know, substances. You know, I don't, I don't know anything about him. Or does he just have anger management issues? I, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, look at Alec Ball. When we let him keep going, then he should have been in deep therapy and locked away or something for, you know, for years. Uh, you yeah. know, and we let him go until he finally just said, "Oh, oh, screw it! I'll just shoot somebody." And he has fifty kids on top right. of that now. Right. And he didn't start having them. And well, he and, had one well, at a decent age, and he had the rest of them in his six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, and then and then he might be getting ready to go to jail. Or who knows? Oh, you know. Gosh. But you know, but we knew that he had an anger management problem when he called his daughter on the phone and started calling his kid daughter the skanky pigs and carrying yeah. on. And we knew he had a serious problem. And you know, everybody was looking at uh what's her name? Kim Basinger when mm-hmm. he was married to her, everybody was saying, Oh, she's just too prickly and uh 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 oh and she was like, I can't stand this man. I gotta get out of here. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, and we see, and he continued to continue to get into fights and arguments and mm-hmm. have assaultive behavior until he just screwed around and finally killed somebody, killed an innocent person. You know, so okay. uh, and I'm, we want to and we want to preface it by saying we do believe that was an accident. We don't believe that he intentionally tried to kill. But her. we do. Uh, no, I think it was an accident. But I do think he is reckless and careless and arrogant enough and foolish enough. And and impulsive enough mm-hmm. to do what he did, allegedly. 
Okay. No, so not allegedly. Know. He did pull that trigger and shoot that woman. Okay. All right. That's okay. not no allegation. That's true. No, I know. Let's just. Mm, yeah. Okay. Right. I didn't say it was premeditated murder or anything, but he did shoot her. That's true. You know, okay. All right, so let's move on. Don't make excuses for that. That's why. Uh, no, I, I'm not know. making excuses for it. Alec Baldwin needs help, clearly. Mm -hmm. He makes bad decisions, and a woman is dead because right. of reckless so, behavior. So, we get it. so, 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 Nacho, we hope that, you know, you're not headed down a bad path, that you just was going through something that day, that or that incident, whatever it was. You know, because I, I don't know how bad the incident was, or was it a series of incidents that culminated in something really serious? I don't know what that was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's, okay. let's move on to somebody else who did not do, a, well, a very controversial job on SNL. So Woody Harrelson was recently on SNL, Ma, and okay. he made a joke that a lot of people didn't think was so funny. Uh -oh. And they thought his fifth time appearing on the show he just botched it uh oh so hmm. he was telling a joke about a script that he recounted reading um before the pandemic so the movie goes like this the biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. That didn't really uh, roll over too well. Or people didn't really uh, like that joke. Well, where was the joke? What part of that was funny? Well, that was an anti-vax conspiracy theorist joke. That's what that was supposed to be? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, I'm not feeling you, Woody. Yeah. I'm not feeling you. Out of pocket or on the money? Out of pocket. Totally out of pocket. Anything surrounding anti-vaxers or anti-vaxism right. is not funny in view of the cold hard fact that millions of people worldwide died. Mm -hmm. And how many people or oh, half a million, a million in this country died yeah, from COVID? A lot. I don't have any numbers Excuse me. anymore. So therefore, no, he's not funny. Out of pocket. I didn't like it. And, you know, I like Woody Harrelson, but Woody Harrelson is a little I don't, unusual, yeah, he, He's too. a little he's out a there. I, I don't want to hear about that, know that from him. And I don't know if he's carrying some of his father's beliefs, you know, that yeah. controversial, you know, pr uh, prisoner, uh, felon father of his. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, mm. Not so people, feeling, people were not very unhappy. No, I'm not it. feeling you right there, Woody. You need to, you know, you need to step away from that kind of stuff. No. Okay. Um. So we both agree with that, Mom. Right. So on a much Out lighter, a much lighter note, Michael B. Jordan came face to face with one of his high school bullies during a recent Creed three premiere event. Now, oh, what, funny. Now, when they say bullies, so it the morning been a bully. Been the Morning movie. Hustle radio show host Lorel revealed on a recent podcast of her Undressing Room podcast that she attended high school with Jordan and was one of many students who teased the then aspiring actor for his name. You know what's crazy? I went to school with Michael B. Jordan at a point in life, as she said, and to be honest with you, we teased him all the damn time because his name was Michael Jordan. Let's start there. And he was no Michael Jordan. He also would come to school with a headshot. We lived in Newark. That's the hood. We would make fun of him like, what you going to do with your stupid headshot? And now look at him. 
Right. And so they met later in person at the Creed 3 premiere. And she said, we go way back, all the way back to Chad Science Academy in Newark, she told Michael B. Jordan. And he said, oh, yeah. Oh, she was the bully? A woman? Yeah, there were several people. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. A group and, of bullies, like, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Michael B. Jordan was like, oh, yeah, I was the corny kid, right? You know, he was playing with her, kind of. Yeah. He yeah. said, no. Uh, she says, no, you did not hear me say that. I said, we used to make fun of the name. He said, I heard it. I heard it. It's all good. What's up? You know, so anyway, she told Michael B. Jordan that he was killing it and, you know, she was praising him and obviously telling him that he's not corny anymore. Right. Here's my question he to you. He was never corny. He was never corny. Right. What is, I have a couple things and I, I'm probably going to say this over the podcast, but number one, what is I'm corny? On yes, I'm on the podcast. Oh, what do you mean you might not say I don't want to say podcast. some things okay. that I'll keep to myself. Oh, is that what you mean? Yes. Okay. What the hell is corny? And why is it that we seem to want to put that on black men who are doing, doing their well, thing, doing yeah, well, being yeah. successful and trying to stay out of well, trouble? In this context, corny means I'm a hater. Mm-hmm. Calling these individuals corny means I'm a hater. Mm-hmm. means you're doing something that I don't feel I have the talent, aptitude, or the courage to do and we are well well aware of newark as right i grew up in jersey city uh, right and me too grew, me right, too right yeah so 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 yeah so it's the same thing new jersey same thing it's the same thing mm-hmm. you know and um pretty much and um in this context it just means um i'm envious i don't understand i don't know you aren't doing the same things that the other people who aren't doing anything Mm -hmm. are doing Mm -hmm. you know and it just means um aka hater and now she and now she wants to mention his name for clout to just say oh look who i knew who i went to school with of course i i really but there's many like that it's it's like uh it's like jamie fox says about himself of course michael b jordan is more physically attractive but jamie fox is very successful in his own right Mm -hmm. as well and he said it's the mist he said you know people who wouldn't go out with me and this and that and you know before and they see me now and they say oh would you get your teeth fixed or you got some or you look different he said no is i got the same everything i had back then but now it's the mist it's okay. the mist, okay? Well, you know so, what I was thinking, right? So that's what she was doing. But that whole corny thing is just about him. Well, well, you people. know what I was thinking. I was thinking I because Michael much. B. Jordan has had a reputation for dating outside of his race. Well, and I didn't even take it there. Because you said they were calling him corny in high school. Mm-hmm. Is that what he was doing in high school, too? No. that oh. No, no, no. That maybe he felt rejection. Oh, maybe that's why. Right. Oh, yes. That's what I was thinking. Oh, yes. So I didn't know that's where you were going with it. That's where I was going with that. Oh, yes. I've heard that. I've heard uh, other, you know, black men say that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's stop calling people corny who are doing their thing and are working on being successful and, you know, just, you know, good human beings. Just making a name for themselves. So good on Michael B. Jordan for playing them. Corny is when you strive to go to jail. That's real corny. That's corny. When you strive to go to jail. Right. That's corny. When your whole goal is who you can rob, steal, maim, and go to jail for. Right. That's that's corny. Michael B. Jordan is not corny. Okay. Never was. Keep it moving. All right. So, we're going to move on to one of your favorite segments. But before we get into it, um, I kind of wanted to preface this because this 
uh, Naomi Knows Best letter is about the whole theme of being ghosted. So the, the top three reasons that people are ghosted, and this is according to a survey, number one is it's convenient to you know block a number, stop answering calls. You get that, right? I get that, yeah. that it's convenient. Yes. Why people will ghost you. Like that's a reason. Yes. 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 Number two. But I don't get that they're ghosting you because it's convenient. They're not. They're not ghosting you because. But of that's that. the easiest way that's to do it. That's the easiest way to to, to, to do, do it. Right. 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 Okay. Right. Okay. Number two. Fear of confrontation. Some people can't deal with drama, even if it's of their own making. You know. Yeah. Or maybe they don't want to hurt you right. or make you angry. Right. And number three. Mental health issues, anxiety, depression, or their own lack of empathy. Are you okay with that? Yes. Okay, so here is the Naomi Knows Best letter. Dear Naomi, I'm 28 years old, still young, but old enough to know when I've had a genuine connection. I was seeing a guy I met at the gym for about three and a half months. I thought we were good for each other. We talked mostly every day. We would see each other a couple times a week. We talked about becoming exclusive. He initiated the talks, not me. I was convinced we were going to take the next steps to more of a serious relationship. But a few days after my birthday, in which he had an amazing time hanging out with my friends, he stopped calling, texting, and responding to my text messages. I even went by his apartment and he wasn't home. I was too embarrassed to leave a note. I just don't know what happened. I'm not sure at this point I really want to know. I would like to know what your advice is on dealing with being ghosted. It's been 23 days and counting. Okay, so I didn't get, had she made any effort to reach out to him? Yes, she did. I didn't he get. Hasn't, he hadn't responded to her. Yes. Well, what do I think she should do? Is that the question? How do you deal with being ghosted? Because a lot of times people, they take it on themselves. They're, you know, they feel insecure. They feel that they're not good enough. Like, what do you do? How do you move forward? Well, it depends on the situation. Now, based on the information that you've given me about this situation, uh, if I'm all of a sudden just ghosted and I thought everything had gone well and we hadn't had any major confrontation and I had just no idea what went on and then I'm just, like you say, ghosted, mm -hmm. you know, then I would just presume or assume that the person just doesn't want to deal with me anymore. Why they don't want to deal with me could be a lot of things. Um, after having reached out to try to get in touch to see what's going on, mm -hmm. if I can't make any you know progress, um, then I would just have to accept it. I would not necessarily think it's anything to do with me. I would think it's to do with you. And the reason I would think is to do with you, it may be your attitude toward me, mm -hmm. but it isn't me as it pertains to my character or the person that I am. Mm -hmm. Because you may or may not like me, but if you were an honorable person, 
you would say to me, or if the relationship meant anything to you at all, you would say to me, you know, uh, well, you know, Naomi, so-and-so and so, I'm going away, I'm in another relationship, I just, you know, I want to end it, I don't want to be serious right now, mm -hmm. uh, I'm doing something different, you know, whatever, you would confront it. Right. The fact that you aren't confronting me, no matter who you are, the fact that you aren't confronting me, and we have had no discussion, you know, and I have actually reached out to you, mm -hmm. you know, um, and you're still refusing, you know, to have contact with me or have a conversation about it mm -hmm. means to me that you are cowardly yeah so i don't even delve into what my issue is because the bigger thing is that you're telling me something about who you are right and if you don't want to deal with me what makes you think that i want to deal with you because you're bringing something negative no matter how you go if you don't like me, I like you the same on the same level, commensurate to the level that you like me. Yeah. You know, and if that's not much, well, so be it. You don't want these toxic kind of things in your life. No. If the person feels that way. I don't know if you have something against me. I remind you of somebody. If, in fact, you need to be taking care of your mental health. All of those things are separate and apart from me and my character. So, no. If you just ghost me, you may not like me and decide to ghost me. Do you okay, but 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 mm -hmm. that's not about me because mm -hmm. we don't we all can't like each other. Whatever. Yeah. I'm okay. Who you are? The, he, here's the thing. Yeah. But you're telling me about you. Like I said, is that you are not that stand-up person that you think you are, because you need to confront it. You need to just tell me, you know, mm -hmm. not having me think we going east and you going west, you know, okay. you should confront me, uh, you know, and if in fact you don't confront me, then I know that you aren't a person and you're able to confront me, yeah. you know, then I know that you're not really maybe the person that I thought you were. Right. So that's it. Okay. Well, you know, I, I mean, no, I will not internalize that because you're showing me a huge character for about who you are so i would not internalize that in I, fact it would be i might internalize it a lot more if we had a discussion mm -hmm. and you told me well naomi i think you're you're insensitive or you're rude or you're this or you're that or you're jealous or you're nasty or whatever okay. you know i would value that maybe a lot more because you were honest enough to share with me even whether i agree with you or not mm -hmm. you know but you were honest enough to share with me how you felt, how I may disagree with you, and we still may not be friends, you know. Okay. But, but, or I may value what you said, and I may think about it, and I might think about my own behavior, and how have I been conducted myself in a way that I may not have even been aware of, Okay, you know. Well, I think, so. I, you know, I think it's it, uh, two things, Ma. I mean, I agree with everything that you said, and just mm -hmm. my little input. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're we're hearing it from her perspective, so we don't know what happened on his end, of course, or what happened from his perspective, I should say. And then also, I think that women in general blame themselves for a lot of issues that have nothing to do with them. You know, I think that just kind of, you know, respecting yourself 
and believing in who, in who you are and kind of putting forefront like what's important to you as a woman and your needs, I think that that will be more beneficial than worrying about, oh, why this man did this and why that man did that. And I think it's Absolutely. hard. It's hard to say that a lot of times in your 20s. It takes time well, also, to get there. Also, oh, yeah. I, I know it did for me, for sure. Yeah. I didn't specifically have a ghosting situation in general about anybody that I was really close to. But I've had situations where I knew I needed to sever the relationships and I had stayed in the relationships uh, too long. Right. With both friends and romantically. Right. You know, I know that has definitely happened to me, you know. Yeah. Um, and you know what? But we should have that same attitude all along. We should have that same attitude that we need to think in terms of uh, being more introspective, you know, and yeah. we should just generally have that attitude, not in terms of blaming this one or that one or whatever, but just thinking about are we living up to the kind of individual we want to be? Mm -hmm. And if we're meeting that goal, then, you know, often we're doing the right thing, mm -hmm. you know, but a person, but if you're ghosting on an individual level, mm -hmm. people that you know, people that you've been involved with, there's something wrong with that. Oh, for sure. There's something wrong with that. And, and the thing that's wrong with it is not your exercising your option to sever a relationship, but for you to be so uh, sort of weak yeah. and cowardly that you don't confront the person. And, oh, yeah. And, and, and let them know. Unfortunately, there's way too many people like that now. Yeah. All right, my three things that so made they, you... So they aren't that valuable anyway. Anyway. Right. Three things that made you smile. Sun, the stars, the moon. Okay. Uh, number one, congratulations to Kiki Palmer for welcoming her first child, a baby boy. Congrats, Kiki. Good for you. Number two, Zendaya is reportedly, she renegotiated her contract for Euphoria and is going to be paid around $1 million per episode. Congratulations. Uh, what? Yes. All right. And, I hear you, Zendaya. And finally, Mandalorian is coming back. Yay. Today. All well, right, Mando. When this airs, all so. right. All right, Mando. Okay. Any, anything you want to say, Mom, before we go? No, I want to tell everybody, take care. And, you know, stay woke, um, continue to be aware of this ultra conservatism going on and, you know, and follow up and be as active and participate as much as you can for the things that you believe in. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Bambushi Happy Hour and also All Things Peju. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, All Things Peju, the home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. And we will be updating our Etsy shop, guys. So go check that out. Um, and like Ma said, you know, everybody just uh, be safe, be protective of everybody. And um, we thank you so much for listening to us, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.